Good morning on SoundCloud. Thank you for tuning in and our podcast at Word of the Ranch. Bless you guys. Happy Easter. Amen Good morning on Facebook. Thank you for tuning in wherever you're at around the world. Jewel, happy Easter in Bangladesh. We love you. Pastor Peter in Kenya, the Springs of the League. Thank you for tuning in. And then Kim Magisa in Uganda. With God's Desire Ministries, thank you for tuning in. We bless you guys in your ministries out there. Happy Easter. You guys risen. Amen. Praise Jesus for him. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Janine. Good morning, everyone in the back. We love you guys. Happy Easter. Thanks for coming on out. How's everyone doing? Good? All right, all right. Sweet, sweet. Let's pray, shall we? Father, we thank you where two or three are gathered. You're here in our midst. We thank you for a fresh word in season. Let it go forth unchecked and unhindered from any outside force, care, or distraction of any kind. And just say with me, I cast the whole of my cares over on him. For he cares for me. He's got it. I don't have it. That settles it. Amen. Hey, does that feel good? <laughs> Isn't it good to have faith and a father and a caretaker? A good caretaker like Jesus is, amen? Now, he can't take him if you don't give him to him. He can't force anything from you. He's a gentleman, amen? He'll only take things from you that you freely give him, amen? So praise God. I'm faithful to cast my cares, and he's faithful to take them. Just take a big, deep breath this Easter Sunday, knowing you're carefree. Amen. Amen. What a Savior, amen? What he came to give us. If everyone has your Ten Commandments or Bible, <laughs> just grab your Bible like I have here. I ordered this on Amazon. I thought it was smaller than this. Super large print. Like those old playing cards, the giant print playing cards I used to play with with Grandma. You know, This is a big Bible. Anyone have their Bible? Just wave it. Make the devil mad. Amen. If you're on your device or whatever, you just wave that and make the devil mad. Amen. But we're going to read from the Gospel of Matthew this Easter service. Amen. And we're going to start in Matthew 27, 27. <laughs> 2727. Amen. Everyone's doing good. <laughs> Praise God. Isn't God good? Isn't Jesus so good? Thanks for coming out. Amen. So Matthew 2727, this is after Pilate, unwillingly really, delivered up Jesus. And he says here, then the soldiers of the governor, Pilate was the governor at the time, took Jesus into the praetorium and gathered the whole garrison around him. And they stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him. Then they went, when they had twisted a crown of thorns, which represents our redemption from the curse of toiling. Thorns and thistles were under the curse, which man had to slave and work under the rest of his life. Jesus took that upon his own head, so now we're redeemed from the curse of toiling as well. That's toiling just to make a living. Now we get to make a giving. Amen? And God blesses our socks off. How about you? <laughs> I can attest to that. Praise God forever. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him. Then they had twisted a crown of thorns and put it on his head, redeemed from toiling, and a reed in his right hand. And they bowed the knee before him and mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. Then they spat on him and took the reed and struck him on the head. And when they had mocked him, they took the robe off him, put on his own clothes on him, and led him away to be crucified. Verse 32. Now as they came out, they found a man of serene, Simon by name, him they compelled to bear his cross. And when they had come to the place called Golgotha, that is to say, place of a skull, 
they gave him sour wine mingled with gall to drink. But when he had tasted it, he would not drink. Um, the book of John actually gives us a little more. John's the synoptic gospel, so it's looking back on all three of the other gospel writers, and he kind of fills in some gaps here. Jesus couldn't take that wine because he had to wait till he says, I thirst to fulfill scripture. And he wasn't thirsty yet. If he said he was thirsty when he wasn't, he'd be a liar, amen? <laughs> Which he's not a liar. He is the truth himself. So he fulfilled every word of the Bible, every word of prophecy in its perfect timing. Amen? So he had to wait to say, I thirst to actually drink of the wine. And the book of John says once he said that, then he gave up the spirit to fulfill scripture. Verse 35 says, then they crucified him and divided his garments, casting lots, that it might be fulfilled. So this was the first one. Jesus was always on time. Amen? This was the first one to be fulfilled. That it might be fulfilled. Say fulfilled. fulfilled. Which was spoken by the prophet. They divided my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. Verse 36 says, Sitting down, they kept watch over there, and they put up over his head the accusation written against him. This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Then two robbers were crucified with him, one on the right and another on the left. And those who passed by blasphemed him, wagging their heads and saying, You who destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself. If, that's Satan's favorite word. Yeah. If. There ain't no if in faith. Just it. Amen? If. He's, all, he's called the accuser of the brethren. So he's always bringing false accusations against you and me. Just like he did Jesus on the cross. And he uses men to do it. Amen? Does anyone experience that? Accusers of the brethren? Well, they're just being used by Satan the devil, who is the accuser of the brethren. If you are the son of God, just like the devil to try to come and take your identity. If you are the child of God, come down from the cross. Well, good thing he didn't. Amen? Good thing he wasn't moved by popular opinion. Or others' opinions of what he should and should not do. Amen? Good thing he stayed on the cross to die for us. Amen? And wasn't moved by the words of others. Verse 41 says, Likewise, the chief priests also, mocking with the scribes and elders, said, He saved others. Himself he cannot save. If he is the king of Israel, let him now, now, ain't time yet. Amen? <laughs> Trying to speed up Jesus' work. Amen? Let him now... Always in a hurry, huh? Let him now come down from the cross, and we will believe him. Well, if it's done our way, in our timing, we'll believe. But if it's not, I'm not going to believe. Know any Christians like that? If it ain't done in their timing, they ain't going to believe? Well, here we see the Pharisees and Sadducees in that camp. With a spirit of unbelief. They did not trust him. They did not honor him. They did not wait on him. Amen? Let him now come down from the cross and we will believe him. He trusted in God. Let him, God, deliver him now if he will have him. Questioning who he is. Accusing him of who he's not. For he said, I am the son of God. Verse 44. Even the rubbers, robbers <laughs> who were crucified with him reviled him with the same thing. Well, they just jumped on the bandwagon. Hey, that sounds good to us. Yep. And they accused him of the same thing, which the religious sect were accusing him of the day. Amen? They just jumped on board and reviled him of the same thing, it says. Yeah, that sounds good to us. Okay, yeah. He's a false prophet. He's not the son of God. Sure. 
Now from the sixth hour until the ninth hour, there was darkness over all, say all, all. over all the land for the course of three hours. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. That is to say, translated, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? This is when Jesus fell below the light line. Jesus died physically, spiritually, and soulfully for us. So we have restoration in all three areas. Amen? Spirit, soul, and body. Amen? He was forsaken by God just like Adam when he fell. Jesus is the last Adam. Why have you forsaken me? God said, where are you to his man Adam in the garden when he fell? Same thing happened to Jesus. He fell from grace. Amen? So the sin of the world came upon him. He sweated great drops of blood in the garden while the curse was coming upon him. Scholars say that Jesus on the cross began to look emaciated, just like Moses held up that serpent in the wilderness, completely twisted with the curse itself that came upon him for all mankind forever. Poverty, sickness, disease, and the sin of the world came upon Jesus. So we ought not to have any of those things in our life. Amen? Because we have a risen king. Praise God forever. He's alive. (laughs) That's why we're here today. That is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Some of those who stood there when they heard that said, This man is calling for Elijah. Immediately, one of them ran and took a sponge, filled it with sour wine and put it on a reed and offered it to him to drink. This is when he took it and the book of John says, I thirst. The rest said, Let him alone. Let us see if Elijah will come to save him. But Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. Fulfilled prophecy, I thirst took the sponge filled with wine, and then yielded up the ghost, his spirit. Then, behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two from top and to bottom. Jesus was still in church. Ooh, the spirits come. And the earth quaked. Earthquake. Earthquake. And the rocks were split open. Even the rocks shall cry out. And the graves were opened. I love this verse. 52. And the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised up. Now, Jesus works fast. That could mean he went to the bosom of Abraham immediately and got all those saints saved from old who believed in him. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Come with me. Yes, Jesus is Lord. I'm coming with you. Amen. And those saints were raised up from the grave in that moment. Hallelujah. Who had fallen asleep. Notice Jesus looks at death for his children asleep. I'll come wake you up again. Praise God forever. We're raised. And coming out from the graves after his resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many. (laughs) you picture that? Amen. People, Moses, Abraham, saints from the Old Testament, set one, saint means from God, appeared to many in the holy city. Ooh, that's a testimony. Moses appearing to the Sadducees and Pharisees? Woo-hoo-hoo! What do you think about that law? I fulfilled it. He said, I, one is greater than Abraham is here. I am he. Amen. Well, I just picture that. You know? <laughs> Witnesses who were just raised from the dead on Easter Sunday. Praise God forevermore. What you got to be raised up from today? God will raise you up higher and put you over it. If you've had a chronic condition, if you've had a chronic addiction, God's going to raise you up and put you over it. He's raised up His Son, and He raised up you with Him. Amen? You should be reigning in this life as a king. Praise God. 
No weapon formed against us shall prosper. Jesus is our Savior. The same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is alive in us this morning, quickening these natural mortal bodies through the Spirit that raised Him up from the dead. Praise God for the Holy Ghost who raised Jesus from the dead. Without the Holy Ghost, the church is going to be asleep. But with the Holy Ghost, the church will be alive and on fire. It's the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead in the pit of hell when Jesus yesterday on Saturday was stripping Satan of the keys of hell and death itself and placing it into the hands of the saints. You have a victory over hell and death. Amen. He gave us the victory through himself and handed us the keys. Here you go, church. You have the keys. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound by heaven. Whatever you loose on earth into your life will be loosed by heaven. You'll have what you say. Your authority is in your mouth. I've restored that to you now. Praise God forever. Hallelujah. Some of us are like, oh, oh no. <laughs> Some of us are like, yes. Amen. I have what I say. I write the course of my life through my hand, of my tongue. Amen. Truly this was the Son of God, they said. They saw the earthquake. Verse 54 we left off on. So when the centurion and those with him, the Roman soldiers, who were guarding Jesus, saw the earthquake and the things that had happened after they saw them with their own two physical eyes, they feared greatly, saying, Truly this was the Son of God! Exclamation point, And they believed. Converted Romans on those days. Italianos, paisanos, praise God forever. Amen. Now we have the book of Malachi. <laughs> and other Italian books. <laughs> Truly this was the Son of God. And many women who followed Jesus from Galilee, ministering to him, were there looking on from afar, among whom were Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James. And this is just a fun side note, if you will. I've read all the Gospels and all the resurrection accounts this week. Uh, the book of Mark, Mark 1540, calls James the son of less. Matthew doesn't refer to him as that name. I just thought that was funny. Mary, the mother of James the less. Well, we know Joshua was the son of none, which means nothing. So I guess James the less had a little advantage over Joshua. <laughs> How would you like to be named that? James the less. <laughs> Mark 1540, look it up. And Joseph, Matthew, Matthew left that out. May have been friends. And the mother of Zebedee's sons, verse 57. Now when evening had come, there came a rich man. Say a rich man. From Arimathea, named Joseph. Hey, there you are. Who himself had also become a disciple of Jesus. Get that. A rich disciple. This man went to Pilate. Amen. Actually, Mark's uh, account of that also says, a man named Joseph who himself also had become a disciple. This man went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Mark adds, coming and taking courage, he asked Pilate for the body of Jesus. So he was rich, and he also took courage and got the job done for the kingdom. Amen? What would happen if he didn't come? Where would he be buried? The whole Easter story fits because of this man, who was a rich man, a rich disciple of Jesus, who took courage, came and asked Pilate for the body of Jesus. Then Pilate commanded, this is the governor, he commanded that the body be given to, Je to him. To Joseph. Amen. Money moves things, and so does courage. Amen. Praise God forever. When Joseph had taken the body, he wrapped it in a clean linen cloth and laid it in his new tomb, 
which he had hewn out of the rock. He did this for Jesus. Prepared his burial site. He knew he was getting that body to fulfill scripture. Amen? Which he had hewn out of the rock. And he rolled a large stone against the door of the tomb and departed. Job done. That's it. Joseph of Jobs is finished. And Mary Magdalene, verse 61, was there. And the other Mary, whom seven devils were cast out of, sitting opposite the tomb, Mary Magdalene, verse 62 says, On the next day, which followed the day of preparation, everything was done in its right timing. The chief priests and Pharisees gathered together to Pilate, saying, Sir, we remember while he was still alive how that deceiver said, After three days I will rise. Therefore command that the tomb be made secure until the third day, lest his disciples come by night and steal him away, and say to the people, He has risen from the dead. So the last deception will be worse than the first. 65. Pilate said to them, You have a guard. Get out of my face. <laughs> Go your way. Make it as secure as you know how. Do your own thing. Again, he's the one that said, His blood ain't on my hands. And the Jews said, No, allow his blood to be on us, on our heads, and our children's children. That kind of explains the Holocaust, doesn't it? They put it on their own heads, the blood of Jesus. Sealing the stone and setting the stone, make it secure as you know how. So they went and made the tomb secure, sealing the stone and setting the guard. Now. Say now. now. <laughs> See, this is God's time. This is God's now. Now, after the Sabbath, today, Sunday, Easter Sunday, as the first day of the week began to dawn, this is the first day of the week, Sabbath is usually Saturday, amen? Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake. This is earthquake number two. Seems like God's in earthquakes. Earthquake number two. A great earthquake. For, this is why the earthquake happened, an angel of the Lord descended from heaven. I think this was an archangel. Now that's a big angel to shake the earth with his coming. Just think when Jesus comes with the multitude of angels and archangels, how loud that trump's going to be. There's just the sound of him piercing the earth and the heavens, coming to earth again to get us. How loud that bang's going to be. And then you get ready for the ride of your life. Praise God. God's exciting. Did you, anyone know God's exciting? Yeah. <laughs> it's exciting to live by faith, amen? amen? It's exciting to follow Jesus. Amen. You have a joy in your step, a pep in your step if you follow him. Because he always did. We'll see that here. For an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door, just one angel, and sat on it. <laughs> Look at that guard. <laughs> they set a guard. Look at heaven's guard. Ha ha. God laughed. His countenance was like lightning, and his clothing as white as snow, this angel. And the guards shook for fear of him. He was a he. Masculine form. Every angel in the Bible always is. Big guy. At least 10 feet tall. One angel. Took out 186,000 men in the Old Testament. Sat on it. <laughs> and the guards shook for fear of him and became like dead men. God's not in the killing business. They became like dead men. He's in the resurrection business. Amen? Amen? But the angel answered and said to the woman, the women, Do not be afraid. Every time an angel appears, every time God appears or Jesus appears, 
He always told his disciples, do not be afraid. You're on my side. <laughs> I got you. You know, it's you and me. Don't be afraid. That's the host we have working for us. Don't be afraid. For I know that you seek Jesus who is crucified. He is not here. For he is risen, as he said. Come, see the place where the Lord lay. It's a beautiful tomb, created by a rich man who fulfilled scripture and prophecy. And go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead, and indeed he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. Mission accomplished, angel left. Just like Joseph, moved by the Holy Ghost to accomplish his will's assignment. That's the last we hear from him. So they went out quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy. This is what Jesus should do for us. They went out quickly from the tomb with godly fear and great joy. Whenever you're serving God, you'll have godly fear and great joy. Quick to, see, quick to share the gospel. Quick to speak his word. They went out with fear, godly fear and great, say great joy. Not just joy, great joy. And ran to bring his disciples' word. Verse 9. And as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them, saying, What's the first word Jesus spoke upon his resurrection? Rejoice. Exclamation point. Think he wants us to do that today? Rejoice. Rejoice. When things look dim, the sixth and the ninth hour, rejoice. The things look nuts, rejoice. That's his command. His first command to the church upon his resurrection is rejoice. Stir up the joy that I've planted within you. The world needs to see it. He says, rejoice. So they came and held him by the feet and worshipped him. They knew that word. He must have said that word a lot to them. They recognized him by his word. They worshipped him and held his feet at the word rejoice. This must be him. He always preached good news. Amen. Verse 10 says, Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid again. He don't want you to have fear. This is the second time. The angel and now Jesus himself. Don't be afraid. Go and tell my brethren to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. Now when they were going, behold, some of the guard came into the city and reported to the chief priests of all the things that had happened. Verse 12, when they assembled the elders and consulted together, they gave a large sum, say a large sum, a large sum. of money to the soldiers, the Roman soldiers, saying, tell them, they're paying them off here. That's why we have to control the wealth. Amen? They paid them a large sum of money to the soldiers, saying, tell them. His disciples came at night and stole him away while we slept. They paid him to say that. Paid him off. And if this comes to the governor's ears, Pilate's, we will appease him and make you secure. We'll pay him off too. That's why we got to control the wealth. Amen? You see why? They prevented people from getting saved that day through money. They prevented these Jews from getting saved. Jews don't believe to this day because of that saying. Because they were paid off. Think about that. 
Tell them his disciples came at night and stole him away while we slept. And if this comes to the governor's ears, we will appease him too and make you secure. So they took the money and did as they were instructed. And this saying is commonly reported among the Jews until this day. Look what money does. It can be used for good or evil, for the gospel or for man. Notice what Joseph did with his money. He built a tomb for Jesus. Amen. He prepared the Lord's way. He prepared Easter Sunday for us. Amen. These men stopped the gospel with theirs. That's why we got to control the wealth. Amen. <laughs> to bring heaven to earth and to keep moving it. Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee to the mountain which Jesus had appointed for them. Appointed time, appointed place. After his resurrection. He said, go here. I'll meet you here. Wait for me here. Amen? Always on time. Gave instructions before he was crucified. To the mountain which Jesus had appointed for them. When they saw him, they worshipped him. But some doubted. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, What's the cure for doubt? Words. Words of life, words of faith. Jesus spoke to them, saying, All. Say all. All. All authority. Well, that's all. That's authority over every devil, over every sickness, over every disease, over every form of lack and poverty, over every form of death and fear. All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. And on earth. This is our authority in him. Why do we have what we say? Because Jesus backs it up. He's given us all authority. And he said in verse 19, go therefore, why? Ask, you know, you see therefore, ask what it's there for? Because he's given you all authority. Therefore go and make disciplined ones, disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. He didn't just speak this to pastors or evangelists or prophets or teachers or apostles or prophets. Amen. He spoke this to all his disciples all those who follow him. And he gave us this great commission. He said, because I've handed you all authority in heaven and earth over to you, my children, my disciplined ones, go therefore and make more disciples, disciplined ones, of all the nations, baptizing them, and so you have authority to now baptize, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, because you're wrapped up and linked to all three. And all three are now in you. Go therefore. I give you all my authority. Teaching them, verse 20, teachings included. Teaching erases doubt. Teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always. He'll never leave you or forsake you. I'm with you always. Say always. always. That's forever. That's as long as you're on earth and as long as you're in heaven. And as long as you're in heaven on earth. That's forever. Amen. That word's good for all eternity now. I'll never leave you or forsake you. So never forsake your first love. Because he'll never forsake you. If Jesus is in first place, he's last. We're celebrating Easter today, his resurrection. Jesus is first. Amen. I commune with him first. I talk with him first. I inquire of Jesus first before my relatives, friends, or people I trust. Amen. Jesus is first place. And if he's not first, he's last. 
And he wants first place in your life. And if you give him first place, you'll live a blessed life. He'll take care of everything. Amen. There was not one person among them that lacked. 120 itinerant evangelists. When the Holy Spirit came upon them and used them to just spread his words and make disciples. And then lack one good thing. And they returned with joy saying, even the spirits are subject to us in your name. How much more that he's dead, rose again, and lived strong in us and gave us the Holy Spirit as well. And now is alive in us. Christ in us, the hope of glory. The world's hope for glory is found in you and me. When they look at us, they should see God. You look like God. When you see Him face to face, you're going to be amazed how much you look like Jesus in Him. You're the imprint of Him. You're the exact duplicate image of Him. Made in the same exact image and likeness of God. He cared about you so much that He raised you up together with Jesus. And sat Him with Himself in heavenly places. Far above any demon you'll ever face. Any lack. Any sickness or disease you'll ever face. And placed you with a reigning king in him. Say it with me. I reign in this life as king. Through one Jesus Christ. And if you're a woman, just say queen. Do you believe you're king? He's called the king of kings for a reason. He expects you to reign with the same scepter he reigns with. The scepter of righteousness in this life. You need to know you're saved. You need to know you've been born again. And that you've been made the permanent righteousness, upstanding and rightness of God himself in his son through his death, burial, and resurrection. Until you realize how righteous you've been made, you ain't going to do nothing for God. He needs righteous vessels. That's why he made you righteous. You just need to talk your head into it. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. I can do what he said I can do because he made me his permanent righteousness. I can do anything the Word told me I can do because the Word empowers me to perform it. Amen. You can do anything He said. He's in you to perform His will. Amen. And to spread heaven on earth. He raised us up together with Himself. And as He is, so are we in this world. Made of His body, flesh and bones. If you've had illness in your bones and your flesh or your body, you shouldn't anymore. Christ raised you up with himself. He took your infirmities. He took your sicknesses and diseases. Amen. Made you whole. Made you healthy. Delivered you. Amen. If anyone needs prayer after the service, I'll pray with you today. And we'll get rid of the chronic condition or the devil that's been plaguing your body. I suffered with a chronic condition for an, a year and a half. And I know it was a demonic influence. When the devil was dealt with, I was healed. Amen. Chronic conditions are like that. They're usually demons that need to be cast out and dealt with. And we have all authority over them to do that with. Thank God for the body of Christ. Thank God that when we gather together, we can work and get things done. Because of what Jesus did. Easter Sunday, when he rose again and rose us up together with himself. Praise Jesus forever. He says, go therefore and teach them to observe all these things I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. That's the gospel. That's the good news. 
that Jesus came and died for you wherever you're at in the world. If you don't know Jesus, say this with us here, who have, and you'll be saved. I don't care what you're facing, you'll be saved. It says, whoever calls on the name of the, of the Lord shall be saved. If you're suffering from a drug addiction, if you're suffering from an overdose right now and you're watching online, if you're suffering in your marriage, if you're suffering in your body, your finances, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's a promise to you today. So just say this with us. Heavenly Father, I believe Jesus died for me and rose again today. I ask that He comes into my heart and into my life. Amen. And I'll say, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. For, setting for setting me free, and free indeed. Free indeed. Thank, you. thank you. Amen. Praise God. We are going to take communion, and this is another great opportunity to receive your healing. And while we're passing out our communion elements, Galen's going to come up and play a song for us. Thank you, Galen, for doing it. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Feel the breeze come in? Amen.
We're going to read from Isaiah 53 for our communion today. I hope this is in us. Who has believed our report, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, Jesus, before his Father. And as a root out of dry ground, he has no form or comeliness that we should desire him when he hung on a cross, when he actually looked like the form of a serpent. And when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. But he is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows, literally sicknesses in Hebrew, and acquainted with grief, literally pain in Hebrew. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. But he was despised, and we did not esteem him. Surely, say surely, he has borne our pains. Surely he has borne our pains in his own body on the tree and carried away our sicknesses and diseases. He was the sacrificial lamb in which every sickness and every disease was placed upon, even in the Old Testament, the sacrificial lamb. He carried away our sicknesses and carried away our diseases. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, and he was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement for our peace, shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken, was upon him. It's all about Jesus. And by his stripes, we are healed. And by his stripes, we are healed. 39 stripes save one. By his stripes, we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way. But the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep before its shearers is silent, so he opened not his mouth. He's the great shepherd of the sheep. He was taken from prison and from judgment. And who will declare his generation? He was cut off from the land of the living. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Cut off from the land of the living. For the transgressions of my people, he was stricken. And they made his grave with the wicked. But with the rich at his death. Because he had done no violence. No violence. Nor was any deceit ever found in his mouth. Nothing contrary to the word of the living God was ever found in Jesus' mouth all the days of his life, even when he was a carpenter. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He has put him to grief, pain. When you make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. 
He shall see the labor of his soul, his son, and be satisfied. He killed his best for us. By his knowledge, my righteous servant shall justify many. doesn't matter what you think about yourself. You're justified. Because of what God did to send Jesus. He shall justify many. For he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will divide him a portion with the great. And he shall divide the spoil with the strong. Because he poured out his own soul unto death. And he was numbered with the transgressors. A thief on the right, a thief on the left. And he bore the sin of many and made intercession intercession for the transgressors. Sing, O barren, you who have not borne fruit yet. Break forth into singing and cry aloud, you who have not labored with child. For more of the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent, and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings, his church. Amen? Do not spare, lengthen your cords, and strengthen your stakes. For you shall expand to the right and to the left. Sounds like what he told his disciples to do. Make disciples of all nations. Expand to the left, the west, and to the right, the east. Enlarge the gates of your tent. And your descendants will inherit the nations. And make the desolate cities inhabited. Do not fear, for you will not be ashamed. Neither be disgraced for you will not be put to shame. You will forget the shame of your youth. Get that in you. Forget your yesterday. Your future is bright ahead. That's a commandment. You will forget the shame of your youth and will not remember the reproach of your widowhood anymore. For your maker is your husband. The Lord of hosts is his name. And your redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. He is called the God of the whole earth. For the Lord has called you like a woman forsaken and grieved in spirit, like a youthful wife when you were refused, says your God. For a mere moment I have forsaken you, but with great mercies I will gather you. With a little wrath I hid my face from you for a moment, but with everlasting kindness I will have mercy on you, says the Lord your Redeemer. <laughs> what a prophecy and what a promise. And what a fulfillment that Jesus fulfilled for all people for all time. Amen. So we're commanded to do this in remembrance of him, his blood and his body. Amen. Father, we partake today afresh of the body that was broken for ours, the shed body of Jesus Christ. And we give you all the praises for doing it. That every stripe upon his back was healing for ours. We thank you, Lord, that you've healed us from the top of our heads to the soles of our feet and you put every sickness, every disease known to man and every pain on Jesus Christ, your son, for us. Thank you, Lord, for what you've done. We honor you this morning for your sacrifice for ours. Thank you for making us whole. Thank you for healing every bone, every joint, all the marrow restored, every cell, every ligament, every tendon. I give you all the praises. We reach out with our arm of faith and take what rightfully was purchased for us. 
through the blood of Jesus. Now, body, I call you well. I call you whole. I'm in agreement with the Father, with the Son, and with the Holy Spirit, and with the Word of the living God. You're healed. Take it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And now the blood of the new covenant shed his blood for us for the remission of all sin for all time. Father, we repent afresh of any sin that we've willfully committed in Jesus' precious name as we partake of your blood, the blood of the new covenant, sins removed and washed away. Thank you for removing every transgression, every iniquity, and every sin that would try to so easily beset us. And we give you all the praises for dominion and authority over them. Thank you, Lord, that this is a new day, the day you have made. And let us rejoice and be glad in it. For you raised us up from death into the life yourself. And we give you all the praises for doing it. Thank you that we're reigning kings and queens in this life through one Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Give you all the praises. Let's partake of his blood. Amen. See, I got new blood. Flowing through my veins. New DNA. In Christ Jesus. Say, I don't care what my ancestors may have had. I break generational curses. In the name of Jesus. I'm healed. I'm healthy for all the days of my life. He will satisfy me. Amen. Hallelujah. Now give God a shout. Amen. Isn't Jesus so good? Praise you, Lord, for what you did over 2,000 years ago on the cross. Thank you for Easter Sunday. Thank you for this day of remembrance. We give you all the praises and the glory for it. In the precious name of Jesus. And if you agree with that, say amen. 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 We'd like to take up our tithes and offerings if we could. We thank you for supporting us. Thank you for supporting the kingdom. Amen forever. Father, we just pray over our offering today. I pray for good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Like you promised us in Luke 6.38. For with the measure we use, it is measured back to us. Thank you, Lord, that our vats overflow with new wine. That our storehouses overflow with plenty as we honor you with money, as we honor you with an offering, a sacrifice well-pleasing in your sight. We give you all the praises for all the income, all the blessings, and for this year 2022, double for our trouble. We give you all the glory and the praises for it, that no matter what this government on earth does in any region of it, your government still reigns forever. And you reign it with a scepter of righteousness the scepter of your kingdom. And we give you all the praises for it. That no matter what economy does on earth, your economy remains forever. We live to give, we give and we receive, we sow and we reap, and that will remain as long as earth does. Thank you, Father, for it. We call in our harvest in Jesus' precious name for more to give with, more to bless others with, 
and more to spread the gospel with. We sow into the kingdom just like Joseph, who prepared your burial and tomb. We sow into the kingdom now, and we reap great benefits because we've placed our money there. Thank you for doing it. Thank you, Lord, for measuring it back to us. We can't outgive you. I thank you, Lord, for every blessing you've bestowed upon us in our lives. God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And all the people you've blessed us with. Thank you for them. We pray for them today and their families. Thank you, Lord, for a fresh start to their children's children in 2022, this Easter Sunday. I mark it. I write it down. Resurrection Sunday. 2022 things changed give you all the glory and all the praises ministering spirits we charge you in the name of Jesus to protect direct and influence all the people we're in contact with now that you've placed us around and that you've placed in our lives we cover them in the blood of the Lamb no weapon formed against them shall prosper. We thank you, Lord, that you bless those who bless us. Thank you for it. In the precious name of Jesus. And if you agree with that, say amen. 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 If anyone would like to come up for prayer, please feel free. Let's all stand and stretch. Amen. Thank you for coming out.